Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. <laughs> We're here to talk about our favorite nostalgic Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about this because I think our lists are like, except for maybe one, probably completely different. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're very different because we have kind of different definitions, I think, of nostalgic. <laughs> yes. And I also didn't grow up watching a ton of like traditional Christmas movies. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> it's going to be different. That's okay. It gives people a lot of things to watch. I know. And I actually think these movies are my favorite, like, period. If I was to rank the nostalgic, the non-Hallmark, and then the Hallmark ones, I think these are my favorite out of all of them. Well, you've been watching them for a lot longer than the other ones, too. Yeah, that's true. Gives them a leg up. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) All right. So, do you want to go first? No, you can go first. Okay. Number five. My number five is a completely random one, but I watched this a lot when I was a kid because my dad liked it. Okay. A Smoky Mountain Christmas. Have you heard of this? I have heard of it, but I can't like think of anything else about it. It's from 1986. <laughs> it has Dolly Parton. Oh. And then the other two major guys are Lee Majors and Bo Hopkins, but I don't look much into what they were in because Dolly just speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> so the summary of this is that a country music superstar is overwhelmed and disillusioned by her career and loneliness. She plans a trip to a friend's cabin in Tennessee. Upon arriving there, she finds it has become the impromptu home of seven orphans who are hiding from the orphanage in town. Oh dear. <laughs> they actually <laughs> discover her sleeping in one of the beds an allusion to the seven dwarfs finding Snow White, to which the youngest proclaims, I know who she is. She's an angel. <laughs> so of basically, course. she is, they're both hiding out. They just agree to both not tell on the other one. Like, the kids don't tell that she's there, and she doesn't tell that they're there. Mm-hmm. And she is also being chased by a paparazzi guy. <laughs> and the witch woman hates her because the guy that she's interested in is interested in Dolly. Well, of course. (laughs) And you can't compete with Dolly. No, you cannot. (laughs) Do you know who plays the witch woman? Is it like a popular person or just some random? The the witch woman's name is Jezebel, by the way. (laughs) I feel like it's perfect. Oh, in the movie? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anita Morris? Um, I don't know that I know that name. So that's my first one. Oh, and I, I looked these up kind of where you could watch them. Mm-hmm. And you can watch this one on YouTube. Oh, it's old enough. So it's free on YouTube or is it one of those renting situations? I think it might be one of those renting because I think it was $3.99 though, which is not super oh, expensive. Okay. You're nice. I didn't even look up where you could watch these. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So I had a hard time picking my fifth one. So did so, you do multiples? Yeah, th- but this is my only multiple one. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I had a hard time choosing between It's a Wonderful Life, which I almost think of as a New Year's movie anyway. So, you know, there's a little wiggle room there. And 
I feel like everyone knows what It's a Wonderful Life is about, but I'm going to read the summary. Okay, go for it. (laughs) An angel is sent from heaven to help a desperately frustrated businessman by showing him what life would have been like if he had never existed. And it has James Stewart, who we love, and Christopher Palaha does a great impression. (laughs) Like, he needs to play Jimmy Stewart in, like, a biopic over his life. (laughs) He would be great in it, and I would watch it. So... I really like that one because it's very sentimental and they play it every year. So you can watch it live on TV, I'm sure, for free this year somewhere. And then the tie was, and this is the only one that's like different on my list that is probably similar to your list. It's Home Alone 2. Oh. I know. Not the first Home Alone, which I love the first Home Alone. But for some reason, I've always liked the second one better And I feel kind of like you, Carrie, because it's in New York and it's Christmas. So that already gets me. But my favorite scenes are, (laughs) I just love uh, Daniel Stern, who plays Marv, when he like gets electrocuted and turns into a skeleton. That's one of my my favorite parts of the whole movie. (laughs) And then his scream at the end when they're attacked by birds is just classic. So... (laughs) I just really like the second one a lot. And we're in the Plaza Hotel, which is beautiful. Yes. So Home Alone 2, y'all. Yeah, I actually almost put Home Alone 2 on my list. And then I decided to, I thought of another movie. And I was like, no, you know what? This one definitely won't be on her list. So I'll put this one on my list. Sounds good. Sounds good. So. All right. All right. Number four. Number four. Another random movie. <laughs> it's called A Mom for Christmas. Have you even heard of this? No, I have not. So it's kind of on the verge of not being. It could almost be modern day, but it is from like thir- like thirty years ago. So I just nineteen ninety. So a young girl who wants a mom for Christmas holidays gets her wish when a department store mannequin comes to life and she (gasps) brings the lady home and it has Olivia Newton-John. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. And I also have to say there must have been some kind of trend like 80s and 90s about mannequins coming to life. I I feel like there have been a lot of movies with mannequins coming to life, but my, the one I'm thinking of, it was a guy. It's mannequin. Yeah. Or no. Well, that was a girl. But there was one with a guy. I know there's a Christmas one, but that's recent. Yeah. This one I actually love because I, I don't know how many times I watched this <laughs> as a kid. And there's like a point where there's like, she has candles on the Christmas tree. And I'm like, why do you have candles on the Christmas tree? And then it starts a fire and it becomes this huge thing. And it's, I don't know. I just really loved that. And I loved Olivia Newton-John in that. It was so cute. And I think you can watch this on Disney Plus, perhaps. I didn't verify because my stupid remote wasn't working. But it does have Disney on this picture. It's a Disney movie, and I think it might be available on there. Oh. Also look that up. Yeah. Because who doesn't love Olivia Newton-John? Right? (laughs) And the whole candle thing, that's like how they used to decorate trees. I know. But... But Totally fire hazard. Not in the 90s. <laughs> no, not in the 90s. Maybe this mannequin, does she have like a backstory of being like really old 
No, this like, was what the girl did. That's what they did in their home. Oh, I think okay. it was something her mom died, I think. And so it was something I think maybe she did with her mom. Gotcha. Yeah. I bet huh. not after they almost burned the house down. <laughs> that was the last year they had that tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. What's your number okay. four? So my number four is Christmas in Connecticut from 1945. A food writer who has lied about being the perfect housewife must try to cover her deception when her boss and a returning war hero invite themselves to her home for a traditional family Christmas. And this has Barbara Stanwyck, Dennis Morgan, and Sidney Greenstreet, who he's, they've been in a lot of stuff. And I just really love this because... Barbara Stanwyck is so funny because she's your typical, like, she lives by herself in her apartment. She's this confident single woman, but she, like, fakes being married with a kid. She's a housewife on this farm in the country. You know, your typical Hallmark lady, you know, Mm -hmm. and she's, like, not any of it. So then she just has to fake it, and so they have all these hijinks about her fake husband, her fake baby, and but she's falling in love with this war hero who's just like, I read your articles when I was wounded in the war, and I just knew I had to meet you and everything. I was like, oh, my gosh. And he has the smoothest line that I always remember and love. So they're riding home in a carriage in the snow, of course, and she, like, is cold, obviously, and she's, like, rubbing her hands together, and he's like – Oh, he says something about how, uh, oh, your hands are cold. Let me warm them. And he just takes her hands and he holds them. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> it's like, it's, that doesn't happen these days. So <laughs> you need, um, this reminds me of that Hallmark movie that was just on where the guy is quoting the movie and she quotes the movie. Uh, I don't remember which one it was. It was either Miracle on 34th or something like that. You know, like one of those classic Christmas Mm -hmm. movies. And she says, she quotes it to the guy that she thinks is the one, like the the new interest. And he's like, what? And doesn't understand. And then later on in the movie, the guy who is the one quotes it to her. And she's like, oh, (laughs) you need somebody to quote that to you. And then you'll know he's the one. I know. If somebody quoted that to me, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you've seen Christmas in Connecticut? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be shocked, but I'd be like, oh my goodness, that's so exciting. I like reading through the quotes now for this movie. I haven't watched it yet this year. I haven't watched any of the movies I really love this year. Yeah, you hold off on watching the ones you love. Yeah, and then sometimes I wait too long and it's like after Christmas because I was saving them for too long. That's a problem of mine. But then you don't get to watch them. So why not watch, go ahead and watch them and enjoy them? Yeah, I just, I'm worried I'm going to enjoy them too early. And then it's going to become like December 22nd. And I'm like, I don't have anything good to watch. I've already watched all the movies I love. You could watch them again. Yeah. I don't know. It's just not the same after that first, like I still love them. But you know, that first time you watch it in the Christmas season. And then the second time you watch it during the same season, eh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm weird. All right. <laughs> don't don't wait too long, though. I know. I know. I got a list. Yeah, you do. And it's 
exponentially longer because of our Christmas movie. I know. I did watch. I did watch my number one non Hallmark movie though this year already, The Mistletones. So there's something that is true. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> so my number three is also another random one. <laughs> people are gonna. I feel like, like you say they're all random, but these could be people's favorite Christmas movies. I mean, they could, but they're not like. I don't feel like super traditional. They're not like. Anyway, a very Brady Christmas. <laughs> this is from 1988. And you will not. I I watched this so much, even not at Christmas time when I was a kid. Legit mm-hmm. watched it so much. And I loved it because the entire Brady family, they managed to come to overcome personal obstacles to spend a happy holiday together. So all the family comes back home. And it's all the original actors except for Cindy. She is replaced by an- another person. But mm-hmm. it's really cool that they all came back for the most part. And there's like this like tragic thing that happens towards the end of the movie. And they have to, they stand out, they sing Christmas carols and they pray that everything's okay. And it's like, there's a reference to miracle on 34th street. I just love this one. Cause they're so over the top and the house is full of people. And I mean, it has Andy Davis in it. <laughs> I just love how this. <laughs> That's too funny. So I, yeah. If I've seen it, it was a very long time ago. Yeah. I don't know that people will be like, yeah, that's the one I want to watch. Let me go watch that one. But. You know, it, what's funny, though, is all your movies are from like the 80s. Well, that's I mean, funny. 1990s, like at the cusp. Well, not my next one, but. Okay. <laughs> but that's the only one who's not before the 80s. So that is before the 80s. So. Okay. What you got? Number three. Okay. I feel like this is a very typical favorite Christmas movie. It's probably a lot of people's number one. And it's White Christmas, Mm -hmm. of course. A successful song and dance team become romantically involved with a sister act and team up to save the failing Vermont Inn of their former commanding general. So this has Bing Crosby, who love, and Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, who is George Clooney's aunt, and Vera Allen. So I just... This is just a very fun movie, and I love, love, love this song that the sisters sing. Like, I sing this year-round, honestly, because I have sisters, and I have a mug with these lyrics, and, like, my sisters are the back of our heads on it, like, cartoony, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So, I'm obsessed with this movie and this song, and I think this would make a very cool, like, Hallmark remake. Because they love military stuff, and this has military stuff, and, like, sisters and two guy friends. Like, this could have some big stars in it. Well, I feel like you should write it. Is it, when you're saying remake, are you saying remake, or are you doing, like, Pride and Prejudice, where they, whatever that is called? It's, like, similar. It wouldn't be, like, a scene for scene, same kind of thing, but, like, inspired by kind of deal. Where they're saving the inn. I feel like that's a very typical Hallmark thing, you know? Oh, yeah. I can see it. I want to see it. Well, you should make it happen. 
I have too many Hallmark movies that I need to make happen, Carrie. When am I going to make these happen? No, especially now that you're back working again. I know. Oh, my gosh. I have too many ideas and too little time, even during a pandemic. That's so funny. All right. What's your number two? Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original. <laughs> and you give me a gr- hard like a grief about this because... Mm-hmm. It's like 26 minutes, but yeah, I am completely obsessed with Dr. Seuss and I just love the way he writes stuff. So like, I love hearing them read it and you hear the words and you see the little guy slithering through the house. (laughs) (laughs) Slithering through the house. (laughs) I know he does. I know. I just love it. And little little Cindy Lou Who wanting her little sip of water. <laughs> and his giant evil grin. Yes. And Max. Can't forget Max. He's so cute. He is cute. So it's, I want to know the story of how he got Max. How did their friendship form? I don't feel like there's a friendship. I think well, Max whatever is a submissive dog and uh, the Grinch took advantage of him. <laughs> That's what happened. He's taking advantage of a dog that will love him forever. But how did that even happen? I don't know. We need a prequel. You want to write that too? <laughs> nope. I do not. I do not want to write that. That's not Hallmark. <laughs> we could make it Hallmark. I know where the guy finds a dog and he's like a total Grinch, but the dog opens up his heart along with the lady who's helping him rescue. Oh man, I have a- <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> and that one apparently is on TNT free with cable. So you can watch it like on demand. Oh, so well, that's cool. Yeah. I've had to say, I'm sure White Christmas is showing somewhere on TV this year. And I lied. This is the one that's YouTube for $3.99. So I think you can watch the other one for free on YouTube. Nice commercials though yeah and i don't know where you can watch christmas in connecticut i own that dvd I maybe it's on amazon it somewhere but maybe it's at walmart or target i know that they do you know they put out their special holiday movies and things like classics like they still have rudolph red nose reindeer and frosty like old ones right so maybe it's there so my number two is from 1942 and it's Holiday Inn. And this is another one with Bean Crosby. And it has Fred Astaire and Marjorie Reynolds, Virginia Dale. At an inn, which is only open on holidays, a crooner and a hoofer vie for the affections of a beautiful up-and-coming performer. I just love this idea of only being open on holidays and you don't work for the rest of the year. I mean, <laughs> you do because he has to put on all these shows, but... You know, it's it's so nice and such an ingenious plan that I love it. And there's so many fun songs. I love all their themes. There's an iconic 4th of July dance scene with Fred Astaire and Firecrackers, which is amazing. And then this is the first movie that Bing Crosby actually sings White Christmas in. So, yeah, it predates White Christmas. And he sings it in a third movie. And I feel like the third movie is like The Bells of St. Mary. Which is an old movie. 
but I didn't fact check that. <laughs> so I just really love this one. Again, I don't know where you can watch this because I own this on DVD. Oh, it says watch on. I should be paying attention because on IMDb it says watch on Broadway HD with Prime Video Channels. So that's hey. where you can watch it. That's yeah. handy. I know. It's a classic. And it's not strictly Christmas because it goes through the whole year of holidays. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. No. We have a drum roll. One. That's my drum roll. That was a horrible drum roll. <laughs> you just need to insert a little sound there. I sound have quick. been. I definitely will this time, but that's staying in. <laughs> so my number one if you couldn't have guessed it's home alone Woohoo! so i don't think we need any introduction to this i really love joe pesci in general mm-hmm. he's hilarious i and i like daniel stern also he's hilarious and the two of them are just stupid enough be like y'all are idiots but then like kind of smart at the same mm-hmm. time i don't know i just i love this one i do love the second one also but like this is the one that like i fell in love with because there's like the my favorite scene is the the dancing people who has all those cutouts in their house i know he was a genius to rig that whole thing I know. <laughs> and then with like the 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 ornaments on the ground to make them fall and the iron to hit their faces and like mm-hmm. the the sorry my brain just quit working the you filthy animal part yeah <laughs> the guy <brings> <laughs> it's like, oh it's so it's just so funny I, it's just so great yeah did you watch the netflix show where how it's made and they did it over home alone uh no but i need to go i do there was something else that i talked to somebody about that was like that i was like i need to watch these yeah it's very interesting to see like it almost didn't get made and then it got lit and then you know how they got the people and like all this stuff it was very interesting so go watch it go watch it it's on disney plus so oh home alone is yeah, yeah. i actually just rewatched. Home Alone, Home Alone 2, and I watched Home Alone 3, kind of, but it's not very good. (laughs) Like, maybe if you'd only seen Home Alone 3 and you didn't know about the previous two, you would like it. Yeah, but who doesn't know about the previous two? (laughs) Like, if you're a kid. (laughs) That's basically the only way. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and if you're a parent who is showing your kid Home Alone 3 before Home Alone 1 and 2. What are you doing (laughs) with your life? (laughs) We need to have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a problem all right so what's yours oh yeah (laughs) the real drum roll my number one is from 1944 and it's meet me in st louis young love and childish fears highlight a year in the life of a turn-of-the-century family and the big star in this one is judy garland but it also has margaret o'brien and This one also isn't strictly Christmas because they go through all the seasons, but like the main big climactic part is during the Christmas time when Judy sings Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and I just love this movie. 
I grew up watching it because I'm from St. Louis. And every time we went to my grandma's, we would watch this movie. So it's like truly nostalgic. It makes me think of home and Christmas. I just, I love it. And the music is really good. I should watch this one because I have not seen this one. <laughs> well, apparently it's on Prime Video, rent or buy from two ninety nine. But I also have it on DVD, so you really don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have all these on DVD. Yay! I know. If I, had I don't a DVD like player, for things. which you I don't have a DVD player, I do. I have a PlayStation Four. Oh, okay. I was just making well, that, I guess that counts. <laughs> I know people always laugh when I like say I want a DVD or if I buy a DVD, Mm -hmm. but these streaming services take movies off all the time. Oh, yeah. So I like to know that when I want to watch something, I have it and I can actually watch it. I don't have to go searching for it or like buy it online or something to to stream. I just know. Not dealing with that. I agree with this. So I have I have a question. Do you have any honorable mentions? Well, honorable mentions. I I feel like I did have one, and then I like blanked on it. Oh, I know what it was because you mentioned it a couple of times. I suppose Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street should be an honorable mention. The old one, not the new one. And by new, I mean it happened in the nineties. But, like, the original one is an honorable mention. And then more in line with your nostalgic stuff are – oh, wait. Never mind. I, I said that in my non-Hallmark ones because I counted them as newer, which I was going to say the Santa Claus series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I My only one, like – my I just said the word. Now I can't think of it. Honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> my only honorable mention is The Preacher's Wife. Oh yeah. Oh Whitney Houston. Well, the Whitney Houston one is good too. But there's one with Cary Grant, which is the bishop's wife. But Whitney Houston is Whitney Houston. Cary Grant is Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The Whitney Houston one is good. I don't know where you can watch that. I didn't look it up. <laughs> I haven't seen it in so but long. And in there's the Yeah, and there's a girl in there that I relate to with these glasses. It's so cute. Well, and the, that's the reason it didn't really make my list was because I was like, I have not seen that one in forever. Mm-hmm. So I'll just take it off. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at this thing and they have little women listed and I don't, I love little women, but I do not consider it a holiday film or a Christmas film. Because Christmas is like a very small part of that movie. (laughs) So I don't get it. I also don't get, this is going off on a tangent. I don't understand how The Sound of Music is a holiday film either. Hmm. And like favorite things became this Christmas classic. Uh, Yeah, I I heard that on the radio a couple of years ago. And I was like, this is not a Christmas song. No, like, sh- sure, she names some things that I guess could be gifts, but this isn't a holiday movie. <laughs> Is it because you want all your favorite things for Christmas? I don't know. I guess so. It It's just odd to me. I agree. That it's become this thing. So, yeah. That's all we They're got. They're all good movies, though. Yeah. So, next time, it's another 
review of movies, which hopefully are good. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm actually excited for some of these. So, well, and also tomorrow, Monday is your birthday. Happy birthday! Woo! Yay! My last year before you're a with new me decade. In the 30s. <laughs> Yes. I need to I wanted to do something special for like my 29th year, but I don't know what to do. We should go find some of those lights. Mm, no. Yeah. This is true. So, subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes release. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently, those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.